Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. Hi, guys. Welcome to Petty Little Things. It's the Valentine edition with me, Davina Divine, your sweetie heart. And <laughs> <laughs> Cupid Secret here, Miss Victoria. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Valentine's Day is fast approaching, unfortunately. Oh, Davina, the stress. I mean, our postman is already sweating, bringing all our oh gifts and our cards. Bad back city. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into Valentine's at all? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, t- you know, I'm anti, like, um, organised fun. Forced organised thing. That's I true. Hate yeah. organised fun. Like, hi, guys, we're going to celebrate. No, fuck off. Get your cards away from me. This is a manufactured holiday for Hallmark to make. Oh, gosh. Well, what about if someone approached you to do, like, a Davina Valentine card? Would you take people's cash if they bought that? Absolutely. I'd be like, from this sweetheart to your sweetheart. (laughs) No, I feel that your Valentine's messages would, like, be particularly harsher, like... It would. It'd be very... You know, I like to give a real direct message. Happy Valentine's thing, uh, Day. Nothing this lasts one, forever. Nothing lasts forever, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Recycle this card to make sure it's sustainable, unlike your relationship. Do you think you have any secret admirers? Um, well, my DMs in Instagram <laughs> say so. <laughs> Some oh. of them are so secret, they don't even have photos of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing because, although I don't really get, tend to get that, but at one point my DMs used to be lit, but I'd say your DMs. They do, down. and I actually really enjoy kind of like, you know, like pissing them off and because like, some of them are so obviously like just weird catfish accounts right but, and they're always just saying I really, think they're real people though oh they're no they're real people but mm. they're obviously just trying to get some kind of reaction from me or like I don't know some, I just think it's fucking gas right? like because it's just so like do, do you think I came down in the last shower <laughs> I am the next shower bitch <laughs> like, there's this one uh, guy who keeps sending me like little links to like porn for some reason and oh never, that's me <laughs> <laughs> that's my other account I've never replied to him but I won't block him either because I'm like what is he sending like he's mad but it all I'd say you're into like foot porn (laughs) (laughs) no if you've seen either of our feet from wearing heels I have developed like like nasty looking feet no Uh, well I 
I'm probably like everyone's secret admirer. Victoria's secret, <laughs> Victoria's admirer. secret admirer. Actually, one year at Glitz, uh, uh, an old club night in Dublin, I had to be the secret Cupid oh, and ha- and go around passing out people's like secret love notes to people. And my face was on it being like, from your secret admirer. <laughs> um, I remember as well, you remember back in the day, there was the traffic light balls and people would have like, um, you wore a green sticker if you were single. Yes. Um, yellow if you were, you know, Unsure, unsure. I Would think. that be like the modern day open relationship? Mm, no, that'd be green. I'd say <laughs> that'd be green. That'd be two greens. Maybe. Two greens. And then a red obviously was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, sister, I have morals. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got a man. I got a man. <laughs> I um, don't know if there's such thing as a secret admirer anymore. Because I mean, like, you can literally just go onto Grinder and tap someone. Yeah, I don't think taps. Like, I don't think ta- I think taps sometimes can just be trying to get attention are you on grinder yeah yeah me too do you what because you know some people are like please do not tap me yeah what's that about why is that about i love a tap it's like it's night <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bit tapped like i i want messages from people that i don't fancy because that noise just makes me go oh i'm gorgeous i just feel grinder's going the way of it feels like it's just kind of going a little bit out of vogue at the moment it just yeah. feels a little bit naff i why? don't know it just I, uh, maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm just your bored. premonition for maybe, 2020 is like maybe going I just out of you know I met the guy who set up Grinder. No, I actually had him on a, like we were on a meet. Was it? Yeah, it just <laughs> turned out he was a uh, the, he was the CEO of Grinder. <laughs> no, um, I had him at my show years ago in okay. the George when I first started doing my Thursday Thursday. We I don't even know how it. it kind oh, of there came it up. is, you guys. She's dropped it already. <laughs> she's dropping her brand Thursday, into Thursday, the podcast. Thursday Thursday every every Thursday the George. <laughs> Next from, thing she'll be like, it's free in guys. Free entry. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> <laughs> don't go. Uh, so yeah, no, he did an appearance. We, they, he mailed the George, and he was trying to do some kind of like grinder. An appearance. Yeah, it was very odd. But grinder had literally just kicked off. Oh, it wasn't even that kind of popular. But I remember he was kind of encouraging people to download the app, and mm. and it, I, I still think I still have it advertised on my. Um, Divina Divine like page I think there was still a, a post well, or something. you were the face of Grinder one year no no I was a facilitating an event oh okay uh, hang on sorry my glasses are so, oh yes she wears glasses everyone. only when I'm on the radio to be fair <laughs> if you didn't know she is blind as a bat oh you look so much better now they're off <laughs> uh, yeah so we had this Grinder event and he came in and he um, I said, oh, so you're the reason why, um, you're the reason why there's loads of sluts or something like that. <laughs> you did, something, I actually remember you saying jokey. that. And he was so pissed off. He was like, this is not a hook. This is a social, I was like, you are deluded, girl. Okay, so do you think Grindr is a hookup app or a, like a, I think a it's, dating app? I think it's changed now. I think mm. at the time it was totally a hookup app. Like when it, yeah. for, like, I think now people, do, of course people use it for hookups, right. people use it for all sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the dynamic has changed and, yeah, I just think it's getting a little bit stale. I, I, nearly everyone you talk to on Grinder says they're just on because they're bored or right. it's like it's just a way to pass time. Yeah, or it's so true. I think it is a way to pass time. But also, I've gotten a couple of dates from it. Like, oh, me I too. Mean, like, all of them have been horrible. But I mean, like, I know. Oh, I've, in fairness, I have to say, I've, I've met some really fun people on Grinder, and some people are really up for the crack, and you can have some good bands. And I like that aspect of it. Right. Okay. That's kind of interesting, I suppose. Um, I'm not on any other apps for, for the specific reason, like, uh, Tinder just feels like a game it's like swipe left swipe right and then like you match and it's like kind of awkward who's gonna like say something tinder, first i kind of like tinder for for the reason that it is a bit like a game but um i think quit playing games with my heart girl okay <laughs> <laughs> um but sometimes i think it can be also be the where where a place where chat goes to die yeah. because sometimes people just don't interact right so it 
does just end up in it this. It feels like it's a lot of effort to start chatting with people. You could match and then it's like, okay, we've matched, but it doesn't automatically lead to a chat. I always think it's a bit of crack, but at the same time, there's another side of me that thinks it's so funny now how people can be so disposable. And it's like, you can just write someone off with like yeah. the flick. Yeah. And we all do it. Like mm-hmm. we all are very... Well, we all like, want the new iPhone and that's just the same thing. Absolutely. So I just think... Yeah, it's all a load of bollocks, really, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> the it whole is. thing. I'm every... too old to be on Tinder, though. But come here, like, did you ever send a Valentine's card? Oh, like when I was a kid. Did you? When I was a kid. To who? I can't even remember. A sweetheart. I've, I've... Sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> a darling dear. Was uh, it a lady? Oh, I presume so. I'd... Or was it your mom? No, God, no. Send her a fucking Valentine. She didn't come into oh, the I podcast. Used to, <laughs> I used to send my mom, um, like Valentine's, like every year. Like I was that you kid. Are very, like, I know. I was like, girl, my mom dearest. is my favorite person. My uh, mom is my best she friend. She still is, bitches. But also, she used to send me and my sister also a Valentine's card, but it would always be listed as from a secret admirer. Oh, for God's sake. I, I swear, when I was young enough, I definitely believed that it was like from someone. It was a bit like you know, um. Father Nullick, but like, uh, I just want to say that I feel like like there's gonna be some kid listening, and I'm like, ah, but anyway, yeah. If there's a kid listening, please switch off now. Yeah, get um, off. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for you. Uh, but yeah, so she used to send me like a, like a little Valentine every year, and for a while I thought it was real, and then I figured out no, it's your mom, girl. Chill yeah. out. Did your mom ever send you one? Uh, I don't think so. Like, I remember getting some when I was a kid from, like, but not from, I don't think it was from my parents. Like, you know, because I grew up in an area where there was lots of kids around. So mm-hmm. people did actually kind of send Valentines and it was okay. that kind of thing. But now I just think it's a lot of bollocks. Like, yeah. I, I think most adults, I think Valentines is for like married couples and uh-huh. things like that. And also just, it's, you know, that thing now where it's like, oh, let's just, you know. Be aware of each other. <laughs> I think that it's more like that now. And you can show appreciation all year round. Absolutely. Did you ever do gifts or anything like that when you were with someone around Valentine's? Um, I think... No. <laughs> no. no. I was never... Like, I, I think all my um, relationships kind of had interacted which really pisses me off actually around holidays okay so things would end like very so you never got the, the good gift like a couple of times i have like i think when i was like definitely much younger in like right. in my 20s i think there was uh-huh. definitely valentine cards yeah yeah, you yeah, know? yeah 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 oh actually no you got something good no no i never got anything good i was just <laughs> whenever i think good just there was like exchanges yeah I have, I have like a long past time like i'm trying to fucking filter through it all um Nothing that sticks out, let's just say that one. Or something ended up in the bin at the end of it. They all ended up in the bin. So today we're going to talk about dating, but more so what it's like to date in Dublin as a drag queen. But more than that as well, we're also going to be coming back with our Rudders of the Week, who the hell has been annoying us yet again. Uh, Davina's got a hot, sizzling drag flashback to share with you all. One of many. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also, is it time to talk about our feud? Is it? Oh, is it? I mean, as long as the fire alarm doesn't go off. Since we're talking about love. Oh my God, we can't talk about love without fighting, right? It's true. Well, love is very close to hate. <laughs> so next up, we're going to talk about dating. Hi, this is Davina Divine. Welcome to The Love Zone. We are here live on Q102. No, we're not here. <laughs> oh my God. Can I just say, I, I don't actually listen to the radio that much, but The Love Zone, girl. Oh. The Love, love Zone. zone. <laughs> oh, I loved that. Was it Debbie that was on that? Is that was her name? Debbie, you got... I also used to love uh, resident psychic Una Power. (laughs) She had a very, like, kind of sexy voice as well, didn't she? She had a fucking clue what was going on. I see a burger in your future. Well, I see several burgers, Una. Thank (laughs) you. I see a P45 in yours. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so we're going to talk about dating in Dublin, what it's like... uh, 
I saw share some of our experiences. Yeah. And God knows we've had some. Yeah. Um, if anyone thinks that we might be talking about them, we are talking about you. Yeah. Yes. We're going to be trying discreet names and uh, places will be changed to protect the innocent. Yes. But there is no innocent. So, <laughs> <laughs> so tell me this. Um, where should we kick this off? Well, okay. I, I can start things off. I am single a year as of this week or last week um which was a bit of a wild year i was with someone for a year before that and it was really lovely you met him mm-hmm. all five <laughs> all five for five of them yes i'm six foot two when i was dating someone who was like five for five and when i say five for five i actually mean five foot three and a half it's like gulliver travel <laughs> people but he was really really sweet we went out for a year um he was a little bit younger I am standing tall. Oh, I'm a cougar mom, am I? He was 23 and I was at the time 26 and a half. <laughs> no, I think I was 33. your neck measurements? 33. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, so yes, I met him weirdly at a gig. Now, I know mm. what you're all thinking straight away, <laughs> but I wasn't in drag. Alyssa Edwards was in town and he was at the gig with his friend. He didn't know what drag race really was, but his friend was mad about them. And I just saw him in the corner and I'm a bit of a cheeky wagon. Like really? I will I will be quite <laughs> never forthcoming known. and be like, you're kind of Overbearing, cute. some might say. Overbearing, yeah. Like I, th- there's no grey area with me. I'll just put it out there straight away. So I did and we went on some dates and yeah, we were like dating just over a year, but I, he knew I was a drag queen from the start. So it didn't, it wasn't an issue. I didn't have to talk about it. And were you looking to get into something or did it just kind of naturally happen? I mean, I'm always looking. She's looking. looking. (laughs) I'm always open. Um, I I don't know. Was I? I was working so much at the time. So it kind of took me by surprise. uh, But I was open to it straight away when he was interested. That's very... um, Well, that's kind of the best way, I suppose, when something kind of organically happens. Yeah. But I suppose when we were going to talk about this, Mm. I was a little bit apprehensive about talking about this because I don't really share my private life like that or I don't really talk about it or I don't like to talk about it. Um, But... Is this the emancipation of <laughs> <laughs> the elusive Chanteuse? Uh, yeah, no. So it's one of those things because I just feel like that's. I just feel really private about things like that. Yeah. But at the same time, I've had some fucking crazy experiences with people that I can yeah. definitely I share. Have all like, of these stories, by the way. Oh, you guys. Like, and they're going point, in the book. They're going in the book. No, when we have our second feud, you guys, I'm going to release they're a all book, gonna come right? Out. And it's all going to be in the book. Uh, I'm definitely single, very much single. Yeah. And I think for me, anything that has uh, come along has always just been very natural and organic. I and think I've, I would actually go one further. I think anything that has come along has actually taken you by surprise because you're so not looking, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're, you're actually, if you're blind in general, you're also very blind in love too. I am. That's true. Actually, I'm not really paying attention. I do kind of go around my own little bubble. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really kind of paying attention. So if anyone kind of does kind of walk in my eye line and kind of stay there for a second, mm-hmm. things can happen so I'm not really looking or interested it's not my priority right now yeah actually it's never been my priority I've never no. been one of those people looking to get you're more things. about your friends and also I always feel like when I'm on my own I always feel like I'm at my best I yeah. feel like when I'm with someone I'm more aware of their needs and I feel like it dims my shine you know yeah. that kind of way 
Does that make sense? Shine. Oh my god. And I need to get some Mr. Pledge on that shine, girl. Shine her up beautiful. No, but you know what I mean? And I just feel like I don't feel like I operate at my full capacity. Uh huh. Like a train. Yeah, I think it's so hard because uh, you work for yourself, you work a lot. Yeah. So when is there actually the time? Because you're a night worker. Everyone else is working night. Time is very time is important to me. So if I do give someone my time, Mm -hmm. then it means I must be kind of interested. But at the same time, then you have to value, you have to balance. The scale has to balance and, and and I'm really bad at, at balancing uh-huh. work and life, I suppose. So, so oh, I'm kind of curious now. What would it actually take to turn your head? Um, oh, they have to be funny. Yeah, they have to be funny. Like it's like it's. I know people say it's the most kind of popular thing, but it's so like I love to laugh, and I love. I'm a real slagger, and I love it's to. It's so weird because you have a horrible laugh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just not even kidding. Gonna laugh now. You always say a really dirty laugh. <laughs> oh, you do. You do. Dirty girl, dirty laugh. <laughs> But uh, it was, I, they have to be fun. And if they're not fun, I'm not interested. Like, yeah. They have to be able to like entertain me. Do you know okay. what I mean? Because I think I, we, I, we work with so many really fun, like dominant people yeah. that it I can't have someone that just is a real, like, you know, Debbie You're Downer. not looking for a passive patty. You want no, somebody who's really going to come in. and Yeah, and I'm yeah. a really strong character. Mm-hmm. So I need someone that's going to be able to hold Keep their own with, with that. that. Yeah. So it has to be someone that is... Both of those things. Okay, I'm, I'm going in, girl. Firstly, uh, how is it when you're dating someone and they come to your shows and they're out and you're working? That's what I kind of want to know. That is a really tricky one for me because yeah. that's like anything. That's like whether it could be my friends uh-huh. or someone like that or my family. I feel like I keep my two worlds very separate. Yeah. So I feel like when the two worlds do collide, I... Do you get a bit freaked out? No, I don't get freaked out. I just struggle to, because I'm really good at, at kind of controlling one aspect of my life. So if I'm with someone and I'm not working, I can manage that really yeah. well. If I'm working and doing that, I can do that really. But when the two worlds collide, it can be a little bit of a head fuck. Right. And, and you just don't know what to be doing. You're like, Your Whoa. character as well, like, like, don't do this the wrong way you're kind of a bit of a sex pot if that makes sense <laughs> how dare uh, you Shane is in the corner he's going really not right this minute uh, Shane's the producer of the podcast but like like you you are like you're a leggy blonde with big boobs and then all of a sudden you like you have to own that character but also still find your own sexuality at I the know. same time it's and that, is, drag. that is weird. a hard I... one I don't have that because I don't think that like I hold that kind of same mm. Sexiness. But I suppose when I am doing that, I don't think... I think I just said I'm unsexy, by the way. <laughs> Finally, we've had a breakthrough here today, a petty little thing. So I'm going to pay you 70 euros for that session. Thank you. Uh, I think that's fine when you're... When you're when I'm doing it, I'm just in, in the mode of that. Yeah. And you, you're not thinking, but it's only when someone is there like that, that it, you know, you get this niggle in the back of your head. You're like, oh my God. Like, it, that's what I mean. Yeah. It's like you're, you're not operating a full capacity or like if your family are there, it's like... Because yeah. I just... You know, because I don't walk around the streets with big boobs and blonde hair. It's no. like, that's not my life. It's, it's that's, not the reality. No, that's my character and yeah. that's my job. And I yeah. think... But that's what you're presenting at that exact moment. Yeah. So then you feel a bit awkward. Like my, when my mum came to Vicar Street, I never wear like a little like sexy dress, but I just ordered something on like ASOS and it was like this little sexy number. Yeah. And I was standing in front of my mum, like tits hanging out. And I was like... Oh or, Jesus! Or like even as well, I think the things that you say, yeah. it's like you know, because you like, hold yourself different. You talk absolutely, different. yeah, and it's like you don't say the things that you'd say. Like you know, I don't behave like Davina Divine, you know, when I'm not working, and you don't either. Mm-hmm. You don't say those things, and, no. and when someone gets into a dating thing with you or, or a relationship thing with you, you're not pres- you're not 
you're not that person. Right. I actually think it takes a strong personality as well just to be able Absolutely. to like separate that and see that, you know, this is a job and one that has treated us really bloody and it's well. Very, so. It's very difficult, I think, to kind of to get someone to um, to be able to decipher that as well. That right. is kind of hard. Right. But and that's also part of the problem. Like I went through all my 20s and I dated a lot in my 20s. Yeah. She and now I'm only 31. <laughs> no, she I did know. a lot of entertaining, is what she's yeah, trying no, to I, say. I got into a lot of... She's uh, an entertainer. I am, <laughs> actually, on so many levels. Um, but during my 20s, all I remember in my 20s was just having really shit relationships with people, right. really bad dating experiences, and just really negative experiences. Yeah. Like... I had a couple, obviously, that were like really good. God, I know if you're listening, like some of them were really good. And, I, and anyone that I am friends oh, with. Oh, I can like at least name three of yours straight away that well, were lovely people. Anyone that I. Who you am, still are in contact with as well. Yeah. Anyone that I'm still in contact with, I say hello to that I'm like, I always like to. <laughs> well, there we have it. Now the people know who you're talking about. <laughs> well, if I them. don't say hello to you, it's because you're a prick. <laughs> no. It, like, I always like to keep. If you're going to let someone into your life, I'm a firm believer of if they come into your life, they should leave on good terms. I yeah. really am a firm believer in that. But uh, during my 20s, I had some really bad experiences that um, probably made me really kind of, uh, what would you say? Like it put you off, I think for a it while. It really did, yeah, yeah. I suppose I had some some not nice experiences. Not that you were a man hater, but you were definitely a bit like. Oh, I definitely was. You definitely, I think you more felt that it wasn't worth your time right now. You could be doing so much more better things. That I you'll was enjoy used more. and abused. I was used and abused on so many different levels by so many different people. Right. Um, and I just felt like I'd really had enough, so yeah. I needed to take a big time out and not get involved with anyone for a long time. Uh-huh. And. As I got older, then my priorities kind of changed, and I just got kind of tougher, I suppose. Yeah. And I suppose with that, what all like those, an old boot, kind of. <laughs> but what those experiences taught me was that um, I definitely became like it really did change me yeah. in a lot of ways, and it did harden me. Mm-hmm. Which is that sometimes I don't like that about myself because right. it's made me really kind of pessimistic about certain people, mm-hmm. or it's. Uh, it's Dare it's, I say it though Like in the last Six months or a year That's kind of changed again I think like You I don't think you're harboring As much of that As what you were No well I just I've, I've definitely softened I think but that's mm. because That's that I, new moisturiser You're using <laughs> it is, is that Your what it skin is? is looking gorgeous Glowing <laughs> yeah, yeah. No I definitely Because I suppose I don't give as many fucks now Yeah And I think because Okay Erica Jane Yeah Yeah I don't mm. I don't give any fucks anymore And, and before no. I did I was always um, worried about what people were, were saying or talking about me and, and some of the situations left me in, in I mean that's a thing right because okay so say you're on a date do you go to a straight bar do you go to the uh, gay bar I had this one experience where I was on a first date with someone and I hadn't told them I was doing drag yet and I was in Hogan's bar and this gay came up to me like loud as fuck and was like Victoria hi how are you? And I was like, oh my God. Sorry Outed. that I just screamed in the microphone, by the way. But uh, like, I was like, there it is, bitch. There it is. Outed. And within 20 minutes, the guy was gone. And this was, I'm going to say, maybe 10 years ago. But it used to be much harder. I personally found it to, I was like, when is the right time to mention that I do drag? Because to be honest, first dates are first dates. And you might never want to see that guy again. Yeah. So why am I going to go through this whole coming out experience? This is how I used to feel. Mm-hmm. To For them to maybe reject me because of their insecure masculinity. And then I might never have wanted to see them again anyway. I know. And I I totally agree. And I went through phases of people just kind of judging me or thinking that that you are that way. And that's that is another reason why I wouldn't mention it at times. But at the same time, I wasn't really dating. Yeah. So 
I kind of, if people approached me, they approached me because they knew who I was already. So I kind of let it already be known. Yeah. But I did definitely go on dates before just to see how people would treat treat me if they didn't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that was very kind of eye-open experience. But at the same people time... People do treat you differently as oh, soon as they, they know. They really do. Yeah. And it's, that's very, um, that's a very curious place to stand. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's a very interesting um, social experiment. I think but it I, all comes down to their masculinity and like how confident and comfortable they are within themselves yeah, but it's, it's like what you say though sometimes you like you kind of you know sometimes i just don't give a fuck yeah. so i'm at a stage now whereas if someone asks me to go for a drink or whatever it's like i always make sure that it's kind of known yeah yeah because yeah. i just don't i don't isn't it nicer when they already know though yeah like, because oh, but i just me. don't i don't care enough no. to fucking deal with your shit yeah, yeah like yeah. if you're gonna have Plus an issue they're not worth your time either yeah, Do you know like, what I mean? if you're gonna have an issue with something that doesn't actually if it's like it's my life it's not yours yeah. then right I, like i'm too old to give a fuck totally to be honest i do think and i know you're not the biggest fan of it but i do think rupaul's drag race has done something in terms of dating for drag queens because I think what they do actually show is the people behind the drag queens and actually they're just like you and me. Do you know that I kind of also way? think what it's done uh-huh. in a negative way oh, is that it's also brought out people that want Tea. to do drag. So oh, they yeah. so they want to go out with a drag. So oh, oh girl, okay, oh, this is real. In, put this me in real. drag. Put, fuck off. And get away from me. A lot <laughs> and like uh, I, I don't think she'll mind me saying this. Pixie has, has gotten this a lot. People that have pretended that they were maybe interested yeah, and weirdos. actually in the long run what they were doing was even though they were flirting and pretending they were interested they wanted her to put her in drag yeah. or put that person in drag and give them their start in drag I'm like I'm sorry that's actually a bit gross that's actually a sociopath yeah. is what that is yeah. so none of that thank you yeah. if and, you want to do drag no yeah, this is not the way to do it. This, yeah. and I don't want to be your drag mother or your drag fucker. Do you know what I mean? I'm not that person. So Ooh. jog on, bitch. I have no <laughs> yeah. interest in that. So, so that is another aspect. So we're on the same page. We both want to be like now, like every, basically since I turned thirty, I'm like, no, it needs to be upfront. It needs to be straight. I want to be treated like a queen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be lavished with gifts. <laughs> no, I actually don't. That's the irony. Like I am so low maintenance as a yeah. person. Like. It's bizarre, like, when I kind of go, when I, you know, I've been on dates, I suppose, with people recently, and it has made me realise <clears> that, um, how low maintenance I am, and when yeah. I'm not working, um, it's, it's always kind of... Okay, can I say this, and um, oh. maybe you're going to kill me for saying this, but my favourite thing is when you are doing the dating thing, because, like, in day-to-day, if there's something you're not into, you'll be like, mm, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> but uh, Davina, when she's in dating mode, will, like, go to some shit that I'm like, oh, I'm fucking delighted she has to okay. go to that. <laughs> I will compromise. I will, because I will... Because I, I can see two sides argue. If it's, if it's all on my terms and I'm single, and I'm like, I'm not doing that. Right. But if I am, someone else wants to do something... So I will actually compromise in, in that yeah. way, and I will put myself through something where. And but you know what? I always do look back and think, why the fuck did I do that? Right. But at the same time, if you're gonna be in something with someone, then you have to kind of compromise anyway. So uh, it just like, it's almost like a little bit of training. But I'm gonna say over just over a year ago, you went to one specific thing, and I was like, oh, she. I know will exactly what you're talking that. about. I did she will it. hate that, and I, I, I was at home absolutely thrilled with life that you had to sit I know, through that. You kept texting me, and I was like. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's talk about breakups. Oh. Like, Ooh. because breakups are hard, but breakups are harder when you live and work on the gay scene and you have to see these people That's all true. the time. 
I'm going to kick it off because... Yeah, please. (laughs) Because Davina needs a minute. Uh, When I broke up with my ex, I was lucky enough to be going on tour two weeks later. But I I said one specific thing that I wanted was, I'm going to go out. I I don't cry for myself ever. I will cry for you. Mm -hmm. I will cry for EastEnders. I will not cry for myself. To be honest, when I had a breakup, I got emotional diarrhea for a month. And that was my my tears, if that makes sense. It has to come out, though. You have to vent. But because I couldn't cry. And I said um, to him, I don't want to see you for two weeks because I'm going to go out every single night and I'm going to get particularly drunk Uh, because it did come out of nowhere and I did that and then day three or four I bumped into him in the George and you know like know. that's Awful. your that's your office but also I get it it's their socialising place but it was only for two weeks that I'd asked for and I was like oh that's what Dublin is just so small it's so, so it's small. like you fucking you know you pull your trousers down to have a shit and there's someone sitting there so, oh my god right but I was really thankful because I got to escape and go away for like a month after that and I remember when we got to the tour they were like oh how's your ex and I was like we're not together anymore, but I am not talking about it. I wouldn't talk to about it, like that anyone was, about it. That was the line. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And you know, when someone says that to me, someone says I don't want to talk about it, I'm like, maybe <laughs> could we talk? I just want to talk about right? it. When someone says I don't want to talk about it, it makes me figure out how are we going to talk about right. this. Because I've told you a few times, when, like I remember I broke up with someone four years ago and I turned up, you were rehearsing in the George and we had just broken up 10 minutes before and I was like, you're like, what are you doing here? I was like, hi, I'm just going to sit here and, uh, and you were like, how's such and such? And I was like, yeah, we're done. I don't want to talk about it. And I just sat in your rehearsal for two hours. And you kept like, but what about, and I, was, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, we were on tour and one of the other guys had just gone through a breakup. And one night he had this big emotional, drunken, like start talking about it. And I was like, I said, I have not spoken about my breakup and I certainly will not be. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sitting here talking about your breakup, I was like, "Go talk to someone else." So we were on tour. I I I tend to find alcohol, my friend, when when going through a breakup, and I. To be honest, this is the first time that it's ever happened to me because when I'm miserable about something, I eat. Yeah. When I'm happy about something, I eat. This was the first time ever I couldn't fucking eat. <gasps> I know. <laughs> like, delivery were calling me going, hi, girl, you still there? You still okay? I dropped, like, 40 pounds in the, like, five months after that. Sterling. Yes, yeah, sterling. The interest rates were terrible. And it was not a choice. I just lost my appetite completely. So that was my breakup experience. It was very nice. And I kept bumping into them all the time. And, you know, it's the gay scene that's your office, but also it is their social life as well. I know. It's off. Like, I've had 
like many breakups over the years and I suppose but you know there's one that obviously that sticks out I'm sure it sticks out for you because we were, we're very good friends like and yeah. I'm the opposite if I go through a breakup I kind of like emotionally kind of starve myself so I'm mm-hmm. like I, I won't hit the bottle it's like I almost kind of go into like shutdown yeah. so it's like I just don't really know how to kind of like if, it, if this was particularly bad yeah. because what you happened you tend to go out less actually don't you yeah. I go out more and I you avoid, go out less. I avoid people I like kind of like just you know go into myself a bit yeah but oh, I, can you just add the, this as well people know about your relationship because you work in the scene too and I think that's yeah. why you kind of shy away a little bit too because oh, definitely. people will ask you about it they're I like hate, oh how is such yeah. and such I hate people knowing the, the, like the pardon, pardon the pun the ins and outs yeah <laughs> but, but no I remember like you know when she was she's versatile is what she was really trying to say there. bad breakup before and mm. um, like it was one of those it was actually probably the worst heartbreak I think that I ever had mm. and um, I was seeing this guy and basically like he ended up kind of like cheating all around me but he cheated with like a lot of my friends and people that mm-hmm. I was in socially contact with like and a lot of people we all worked together we were all friends together so there was just Sorry, massive just head. that made me really emotional you, you saying that there inside I got little like hair standing up my arms and I got really, really sad because I was right there beside oh, you during all was, that and it just came out of nowhere and I remember when it did happen <clears> um it, it damaged so many relationships because my whole my relationships fell apart but then also my friendships were really damaged with so many different people and everybody knew about it and I had to go and do the show yeah. and I just felt like death yeah. isn't it was that just, the worst I just was like having you know, to go and do your show talk on the mic and be funny like yeah. I, you want to work as well because you need a distraction well you know what they say it's like you know they say the tears of a clown are the saddest tears of all right you know that, that's the thing do you ever like because <clears throat> I did your show, I think, two days after I broke up with my ex. And I realised, looking at my song list, that every single song I did was about love. Like, every single song. Like, oh, I think you can use it, definitely. You can use it, like, artistically to kind of vent how you're feeling. Oh, I was trying not to cry on stage. That's and all I meant. I also, thought it was going to break down. Um, also, it lets me, it, you know, you can also vent and actually just distract yourself from it. So so I'd used it that way a lot. But it uh, that took me a long time to get over that because yeah. because of the damage that the... the you know, with the irreversible damage that happened with my mom, with my friends and the betrayal. And I didn't trust anyone for a right. long time after that. Yeah. That really fucked me up. And it wasn't just like a normal kind of, you know, breakup. It was just, there was layers and layers. And then more, I kept hearing more and more would come out. And I just felt so humiliated. And then you feel like everyone's talking about you. Yeah. And it's, it's really... And the reality, unfortunately, is that they are talking. Because... Yeah. Because they know you and people who don't even know you are asking questions about that. And that's not a very nice feeling. I know. And you have to just kind of bring it back to, to you and kind of like, you know, it wasn't about me. And people did that be- for their own reasons. It says more about them. I know it's mm. real kind of Oprah or whatever, but you have to kind of... It took me a long time to figure it out mentally. Yeah. But like, I'm so over it. And it's like, it's one of those things that it really shaped me because yeah. it's given me so much insight and experience and and i just don't friend people how i used to friend yeah. i don't date people I mean, the way i used to like that though to see you that was that was your the most vulnerable i'd ever seen you during that time and it was it was hard and i'm gonna put something out there i'm not sure if you'll agree with this but <clears throat> sometimes other gays can see people with us whether it's a, a, a yeah. date or whether we are dating them or whether we're in a relationship with them and there is this weird thing where they look at the person that you're with and look at you and kind of go you're with that drag queen yeah like you're with why? that drag queen like kind of why yeah. like why and they also seem to have this weird license that they can you know push the boundaries and maybe flirt a bit with that person mm. and sometimes like you're not in good in front enough. of my face like you're not good enough or you're not deserving of that it's like right. oh you're just the old drag queen and yeah. it's like you don't have it's like you're one you so. shouldn't be with someone no. what are you doing do you know what I mean oh that's definitely but happened. I think an element of that 
is what happened there. Oh, definitely. I think there was, um, I think there was a lot of jealousy. I think there was a lot of insecurity. And also, I just think there was a lot of just cuntiness. Yeah. They were just fucking cunts. Yeah. And I'm happy to say, they're all gone from my life. Yeah. Don't miss any of them. I've yeah. made peace with it all. It's like, it's all fine. If I saw them, I'd be like, I'd say, you know, hi. But I'll never forget the damage. Luckily, you're blind, so you don't see them, which well, is lovely. That is, that is one thing that I will say about my eyesight. Right. It's like, I literally could not see in front of me. So I could, someone would be like, oh my God, see who's over there. I'm like, no, I can't see you. Yeah. I can't see you, yeah. bitch. You're there in front of me. There was a good period of time where like, I'd spot someone in the crowd. I'm like, we'd be standing at the side. Look the who's like, Look who's there. And you'd be like, where? Where? Like, I, can't I, still, I still can't do that. So that is a blessing in disguise. So yeah. Heartbreak, schmartbreak. I think you live and you learn. Um, everybody has them to some degree, mm. but I think you, you it's never the first one, the, the biggest one. I think it, I don't think I'll ever feel that heartbreak ever again in my life. No, because I don't know if you'll let someone hurt you like that again. That's the thing. No, I think no, definitely not. It's yeah. you live and learn. You I really think do. everyone is a learning experience, but I uh, now comes a warning, you guys, because what I'm going to tell you is going to scare you and it's intended to scare you. If you fuck with one of my friends, I am the biggest grudge holder she is ever. So like to this day, the people that have dated my friends and have treated them badly, I still scowl at them in the street and I continue to do that and will continue to do that until the day I die. And I'm sorry about it, but like it's my own issues. Well, it's much appreciated. <laughs> I appreciate it darling thank you uh okay quick quick one best type of date to go on best type of date to go on something where you can chat yeah and uh maybe like a dinner or like a coffee or alcohol something or no. uh it's not necessary for me okay so mine is just alcohol related i need a little drink uh, and a place that i can hear you talk because i like to interview yeah. worst date oh my god my worst date that i ever went on was um a guy i met years ago and he made me go on a walk and then he said he told, <laughs> me, he told me he was on a diet oh. and he told me he was on the Atkins diet oh. and he, he said do you mind if I go and get a packet of ham so we, he sat I remember that he sat and ate a fucking packet of ham and I was like <laughs> oh my god and he was really aggressive yeah is he skinny his, now though I haven't seen him in a long time. Oh, yeah, I think I just want to see if the Atkins works. I think like. he's, no, he was. You know, it, it didn't matter if he was thin or or big, whatever. He was a fucking douchebag. Mm. And then after he said, "Let's go for a drink," really aggressive. Okay, so I went for a drink, yeah. and he brought his two friends. Oh, I hate that! Don't bring your friends ever. No, that was the worst. Don't. And I like, I still shudder from that day. Yeah. Okay. Worst day for me is don't bring me to the cinema because I don't know you. And if you try hold my hand or try throw the arm around me and I don't know you, I'm going to freak out and run out of the cinema. Plus your hands are probably clammy and sweaty. Ooh, Get them away from nervous me. Nervous hands. Um, Get away. Little disclaimer before we wrap up this section because I spoke quite honestly about my ex. He's a lovely person. I think that's a good way to wrap that section up. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're going to come to our weekly section of Rotters of the Week. People that have been Grr. rotting and grinding our fucking gears and the literally making us furious. I mean, this week is a big one for me. Um, I did a lot more flying in 2019 and 2020 started no differently. Slow ass bitches going through security. Ugh. So there I am in the queue and I'm an organized person. I, as in like I have my laptop in hand. I've taken off my belt. Do you know what I mean? Like I have everything in the bag. That Typical go in the bag. efficient gay. Thank you. Right. And you're trying to scour through the, the queues to see where the families are because they're the ones I don't want to be yeah, behind. Get in the right queue. Get in the right queue. So you get your ass into the queue and then all of a sudden someone with six bags is in front of you. Or people with kids. Oh, 
people with kids full stop that's another rudder for another time no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but for real so then i get behind someone who's like you know the security are basically going do you have any liquids in your bag this is not your first time going through security do you have liquids take them out put them in a plastic bag it is very easy just treat them like they're the cats and don't fuck with cats throw them in the plastic bag and go through security simple sorry to anyone that was offended by that i couldn't help it um but like what is the drill get with it people i know move it on move it's it on simple so basically what you'll need to sort out in 2020 is walk up to that security gate and be organized if you're wearing big boots you know take they're going to take them off like take your belt off yeah and then you get stuck behind someone who like they found a little bottle of shampoo and they're like can i no actually it's better there's a bottle of really expensive perfume in their oh. bag the other side and i'm standing there going oh please bin it please bin it please tell them and they're like but it was 200 girls i'm like just bin it on them they deserve this <laughs> That's pretty good. And I think everyone can relate to that because we've all been stuck behind some, like, really slow, Joe. Not not fun. So watch out because I'm coming for you. (laughs) 2020, you're dead. (laughs) Uh, My Rotter of the Week, and actually it's a regular Rotter of the Week because I I, I was thinking about this as I have my little list. Um, People who come up to make DJ requests. Oh, okay. (laughs) Now, just to clarify, you are a weekly working DJ. Yes. Yes. Available for bookings, but not for requests. Books blessed and busy. (laughs) So I take bookings and also I take requests. Mm. Request. Look it up in the dictionary. Mm Mm-hmm. Look it up. It doesn't mean you are guaranteed that song to be played. It is a request. But I really want to hear Wagon Wheel, Davina. Will you not play Wagon Wheel? Oh my God. The requests that people put in. And I will take everyone's requests. And if I have it, or sometimes people give you a suggestion and you're Mm. like, that's a really good idea. But I've had a really bad run of requests lately. Okay. This woman came up to me recently and she said... Hi, I'm gonna have to do the voice. Can you do the voice? Yeah, okay, okay, said, okay. Wait, wait, let me close my eyes. She, so she says, Hi, uh, can you play a bit of Tina Turner? <laughs> Simply the best for me. And I said, uh, uh, I'll do my best. That okay. means no in okay. DJ terms. So this was in a uh, gay space or a straight gay space? Gay space. Was she straight or gay? Space? She was. Of an age to remember Tina Turner is simply best coming out. Let's just gotcha, say that gotcha. first. And she said, it's me ma's favourite song. Oh. She has Alzheimer's. And I said, <laughs> no, please she, don't. I said, is she here? Okay. And then she goes, no. And I said, well, then how's she going to fucking know if I play it? So then she said, I thought you were going to say something so, else. I thought so, you were going to ask her, oh, does she so, remember it? Like? So she lingered. She lingered. And then okay. I said, I'll do my best. Uh-huh. As I said, and I kind of shushed her away. Then she, well, now this woman had had a few drinks. She was very overbearing. So she comes back then again and she said, play the song. And I said, it's a request. I said, I, I have lots of requests and I'm trying to do my best, trying to please everyone here. I said, not everyone is, you know, over 40 yeah. here. So, so like, and this was at what, like one or two in the morning. Yeah. So, so it's then a random song to play. Then she says, you don't know what I've been through. I've had a gun put through my letterbox. Oh and I said, God. bitch, if you don't turn around now, you're going to get another one put through <laughs> your letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the end of her. She, her face dropped. I was like, I'm not having a... I had had too many. I don't have Greek music in my repertoire. I don't have, um, you know, the hits of South America. Like, I just, you know, I'm a pop DJ. I play the top 40 hits. If a song comes into top 40, I'll play it. I'll do my very best. I'll even play an oldie song. Give me suggestions, uh-huh. not requests. And don't... They get so angry. But do Not you cool. have Mandy Moore with love? Mandy. Oh, I always have a bit of 90s or 80s or whatever. Yeah. But it's it's just how you approach and your demeanour and just like have some manners and yeah. don't demand. And then some people, I've had this one person on the stage before literally giving me the finger. 
literally give me the finger and I just in a sexy way no no oh. giving me the finger because I wouldn't play a song from and I just with this at the time when I worked in the dragon I turned the music off Oh, so, oh, sorry, R.I.P. Dragon. R.I.P. Dragon. Dragon. I turned the music off so the whole place went, what the hell? And I walked out of that DJ box and I walked <laughs> into him and I grabbed him by his finger yeah. and I marched him to the front door and I said, get the fuck out. And I threw him out the door. So for <laughs> anyone that's listening, because personally now I would be too terrified to ask Good. you for a request. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, sometimes people will uh, Instagram me or tweet me like, be respectful. Like your DJ is there to like, you know, try and please everyone. So uh-huh. it's not all about you all of the fucking time. So what Davina's basically saying is, yes, you can put in a request just once, politely, nice, and then step aside and or go even, away. I like to call it a suggestion. Can I ask if people bring you a shot to the DJ box? Are you more I likely play for them. to I <laughs> play the song? I would have played <laughs> Tina Turner for that bitch. <laughs> There you go, guys. You have it. That's how you get your song played. That's Love our that. rudders of the week. <laughs> okay, next up, it is time for a little drag flashback. Um, I think it's your turn. I think you should share something juicy from our past. Oh, God. Um, I was going through my flashbacks and I was thinking about some things that we've done over the years. And I remember years ago, there used to be a competition called Alternative Miss Ireland which ran for 20 years and it used to be always in the Olympia Theatre and it was basically a drag competition. It was before Drag Race and all that. It was like a drag pageant, but you could, anyone could enter. And it was open to, you know, boys, girls, uh, art acts, kind of like amateur. It was, anything goes basically, but it was really kind of, the more avant-garde, the better. And it was my first year in the drag scene and I was only like 20. And I was, um, got involved with April Showers, who was, mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. mentioned on the podcast before. Who is in my mind at the moment yes. for another flashback related to AMI. And April had seen the show a couple of times before. So she had a little bit of kind of awareness, but I'd never seen it, didn't know anything about it. And she had this great idea. We should enter as a duo mm-hmm. and we'd been performing a little bit. So we did enter as a duo. We got accepted as one of the entrants and she had this great idea where we'll do. It was the year of um, Kylie can't get you out of my head. So it was mm-hmm. like the Fever album. I think, was it, was that the Fever album? Feel the Fever. No, it wasn't can't get you out of my head. It was the the one after that. It was the love, um, love, at, love first at first sight, sight all that kind mm-hmm. of era. Come into my world. Mm. So she had this great Just idea. Just so you know, you guys, we are major Kylie fans here. Like we do love a bit of Kylie. Oh, I am um, prefer Madonna, but I'm a. <laughs> do you actually? I think. Oh, I, I think lo- I like I love Kylie as a person more, but I really have a soft spot for. Madonna. I love them both, to be honest. I think they're both fab. Mm. But so April had this great idea where we'll do a Kylie montage and we'll put together this like mega mix and we had to do a video to go along with this mm-hmm. so we do a video for each song so we decided to get in drag one day and we get some back and dancers and we go out into the town wheel you can tell she was new in drag because she wanted to get in drag during the day for no money yeah by the for way. no and the, the drag was ropey really ropey drag yeah. as well like very I've seen this video oh my god no I don't think you have uh, oh no, no I think I, I saw well I remember a scene from Stephen's Green you yeah you probably have seen um you've probably seen the edit oh it's it's on vhs so actually i need someone that could turn turn vhs to a dvd because this needs to be fucking seen so yeah, if this anyone is has a any... for free request just to be clear she's not paying if she wants anyone it done for free. can help a sister out i'd be yeah. really appreciative i need to turn a vhs into a dvd anyway so we went out onto the streets and we decided we were going to do this so we went to steven's green shopping center and we did like the brady bunch arm punches on the yeah. escalator yeah, we got yeah, thrown yeah. out of the steven's green shopping center because <laughs> you're not allowed to fill them in there then we went to steven's green and we, this is at 10 we started at like eight in the morning so people were going to work we had two girl dancers and two boy dancers two of the girl dancers called in sick to school oh my god they didn't God. go to school they, How old were they? they were 16 and we i was 20 and so they were like leading astray young, young kids impressionable teenagers we went to steven's green we made a video up there and we had 
the homeless people in Stephen's Green in the video. They got in the video to dance with. Did you in. ask them? They kind of just got involved. And okay. Like, they kind of just got involved. <laughs> Can we clarify on that? They kind of did. Like, were they unpaid workers? They, did really, they, they were know? loving it, I think, because they just were like, what the fuck is going on here? We infiltrated like the bandstand in Stephen's Green. So they just kind of started to get like little roles. Yeah. Uh, then we ended up recording down in Moore Street. We did this uh, hideous dance routine in Moore Street where all the traders were just going about their business. And we were like doing this ridiculous dance. Then the piece delivered resistance was we needed to do a hospital scene for the song Fever so we we said let's go to James's Street Hospital uh-huh. but James's Street Hospital is obviously like a, a function okay, of working hospital I just need a minute so in full drag you were like let's just go to James's now, Street when Hospital I, this drag went not like how it is now okay like it's the most disgusting drag <laughs> you can imagine I think April was wearing jeans <laughs> I was wearing those furry uh, boot covers like you'd wear, like ravers would wear. Which, like, I mean, like, were a major thing at the time. Basically, like, a kind of cancer wig. Like, <laughs> like awful. Like, just awful, awful, awful. She means the star sign, everyone. Cancer, uh, the star sign. And we literally went to uh, James Street Hospital. They, of course, wouldn't let us film because it was a hospital. Of course. And then... Did you tell them that April was in labour? Well, that was just a, a given. <laughs> but they said, you can film on the premises if you get permission. And I said, well, how do you get permission? Obviously, you have to write to permit to get permission to film. I thought you could just walk into the office. <laughs> I walked into the offices of James's Street Hospital. In, in full drag. Full oh, my God. Rotten drag. Oh, my God. Rotten drag. There's people I remember. I'll never forget. I walked in. You could hear the door. <laughs> they look up from their desk. They're like, I'm standing there. Drag. I'm like, we're just wondering if we could film a little bit. They were like, basically marched off the prop. We were marched off the the property grounds, and like oh we were told God. to get off the hospital. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck, like absolute mortification. So do you know what we did? Because we were like, we need the medical part. We need the medical yeah. part. There's up by break for the border, up yeah. by the Grafton Hotel. There's like a medical centre. Okay. So we just ran in really quick, and we filmed it <laughs> really. <laughs> and we were like, one take, one take. So we literally did that, and the video. <laughs> Sorry, that's so stupid. So stupid. It was so stupid, um, and it was yeah. So we Imagine were done in all by lunchtime. The police for the two of you. Like. I think we, it was bordering on yeah. like I'll never forget the people's faces in the office when we walked uh-huh. in. There it was just like crusty, rotten drag uh-huh. walking into someone's office. They're like medical professionals, yeah. and we're coming in to ask, "Do you mind if we film a little bit for our Kylie video in the in the lobby of the fucking hospital?" <laughs> Like people like dying and everything So So you were the two original YouTube queens then We could have been And I'm sure to be honest <laughs> If I put that up on YouTube Which I really do want to get that change over So if anyone could help me out with that Or point me in the right direction That uh-huh. is a must So if you get it Are you going to release it? Oh 100% Can we have a viewing party? I would 100% show you know that what? Can you play that at your 10th anniversary uh, of your show? If that if that 100%. gets changed Brilliant 100% I absolutely love that So yeah So that was the time when I was a video diva star And we ended up doing the alternative Miss Ireland We came nowhere And that was the end of that And look at you now, Although we did get a lot of media coverage, so did you? Yeah, we got. I think we got like the front page of the Herald or something. We literally got a full page spread, and by that, I hadn't really told anyone I was doing drag, so that was a little <laughs> bit awkward. But what was the headline? Two scaldy bitches no, break into James's hospital. It was Patrick's Day, so it was like the, oh, yeah. the show was on Patrick's Day. So mm. something about. Uh, some, it was something about say la vie or something. Uh-huh. But anyway, every cloud has a silver line in show business. <laughs> <laughs> So we have reached out to all you lovely people on social media. We've uh, reached out and we've asked your opinion and see what you think. I have been asking you guys what is your biggest turn ons and turn offs. And I got loads of requests, like so many people messaging. And so many people had said the same thing, which is very uh, telling. Okay, still. So the main one that came back in was uh, people who are stingy. 
oh, okay, straight away, I know exactly what they mean. And in fact, I could name about six people that I went on dates with. Absolutely. People and are it's the worst. People that are very stingy. People that are very rude to waiting staff. I think that's very telling because if people are very rude to people that are serving, definitely they're going to be rude in general. So that's a really shitty one. I once went on a date with a guy who I think when my back was turned, I left a healthy tip down because he left nothing. I think he took the tip back. That, my money you as are well. kidding. Yeah, but I'm not going to say when or who. <laughs> uh, somebody that wears boot-cut jeans. <laughs> <laughs> when you see though, 2020, like w- uh, the trend we hate, boot-cut jeans will be trendy again. Sting, uh, poor hygiene was another one, which Gross. is always, and it's never never good like please have a wash like if you're gonna and go can we add that? shave your bush shave your bush oh yeah trim girls and your trim. back uh let me see what else have we got bad style that's kind of boot cut jeans kind of vibe um oh this is another one that came in a lot somebody that goes on dates and this is a, i think a life lesson that we can all take in this don't always just talk about yourself uh-huh. ask the other person questions so that came in a lot people right. that just talk about themselves yeah. and also people that don't make eye contact oh yeah you can't trust them no Not that's at all. crazy isn't it uh, what or else? people that look to the ceiling you know when they look to the ceiling I'm always like oh they can't like they're hiding something like a body mm. people that are rude somebody also just sent in hi <laughs> <laughs> So hi to you, whoever that was. I mean, is that technically someone sliding into your DMs with a hi? Uh, Bad teeth is another one. Okay. This is major for me. And sometimes, actually, if we could all start having one picture on our grinder and our Tinders with teeth showing. Because that would save me a lot of time. And no sunglasses. No sunglasses. If you've got bad teeth, I'm sorry. No. Bad teeth is a a deal breaker for me. Yes, my Bad teeth. And uh, I I also don't like really skinny legs. Mm, that that's, a de- that's, that's a deal breaker that for me. me I don't like twiglet legs Okay right well Is that all the juicy bits you got They're all the, Yeah the, thank you everyone that did Oh smokers is another one doesn't How do you ba- feel about that Doesn't bother me at all No It depends how If they're like a heavy like you know yeah. 60 a day I'd yeah. have an issue with that But like <laughs> 60 a day <laughs> Whatever How would they even fit in Going on a date with you Smoking <laughs> 60 a day You'd go to the Benson Hedges factory They'd just be like Puff 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 Like the whole way through your date Okay well I asked did you people ask? For their worst and best Dating advice Either that someone's given them okay. Or whether they want to put that out um, And I got some crazy answers Such as Don't fist on the first date Oh I mean, I didn't know that was a first date option. Accommodating lady. Yeah, (laughs) who sent that in? Whoever's doing that is doing a lot of entertaining. Okay, um, worst advice was don't date homosexuals because they are evil. Girl, if that's your parents, get new parents. Okay, what else? Um, Someone said, stay clear of anyone that refers to themselves by their star sign. Now, what do you think about that? Because, like, I'm not particularly into star signs, but you're <laughs> a little bit more in touch with, like... I'm open-minded to it. Like, I, I, I'm open-minded, but, like, not in a kind of... I wouldn't be referencing it in a daily conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you read your horoscopes daily, like, you're you're an idiot, basically. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, okay, best dating advice. Use tongue. It depends on what you're doing, doesn't it, really? <laughs> <laughs> I once went on a date with this guy who used to kiss with his mouth wide open oh, yeah, to the point that my whole face would get, like, soaking. So then I was kind of drunk, so I was like, I'm going to make this person a oh. better kisser. So I stopped him. Like, how obnoxious. I stopped him and I said, could you just close oh your mouth God. a little bit, just a small bit? And I think I freaked him so like much Like a 1940s out. movie kiss. Yeah. Mouth open. Basically. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, someone said you'd get a fella if you're a bit taller like I'm five foot two I can't use stilts 
Oh, okay. I don't know, because I like short guys. I like short, awkward, and kind of hairy guys. You like guys with pulses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another one, best tip, for the love of God, douche. I mean, you're all like oh, a nasty. Is, that is like a go-to, like that is a dating 101. Like, and I was, Well, it depends on how, you know, how gamey you are, I suppose. Right? But it's also, a, just be prepared It's a first date, though. But still, calm just, down. I know, but it depends on it. Some people are gamey. Good for them. I know. I'm trying to pretend that I'm a nice, uh, saintly person. Someone else said, don't tell them your life story straight away. Keep some of the story for a little while. That's true, because what happens with a lot of people there is that when they tell everything, then there's nothing left to tell. They blow their load too soon. Yeah, and some things scare people away as well. Oh, God, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I have I asked people on our Pedipod page, um, what was their worst date? Their dates okay. from hell. Or what would their idea of a date with hell be? And this one, you like this one. A dinner with no alcohol. <laughs> That'd be a for you, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's not for me. Um, someone said, uh, when they bring their best friend that you'd fucked the night before. Oh. That was a date. Has that happened to you? Uh, no. I, no. It has happened to me. No. I was with uh, well this sounds really bad in my case but yes a week afterwards i bumped into the same person with somebody else see dublin is and small they were you friends. can't swing a well mm-hmm. um oh, an add-on from that was but then halfway through the date they ask you which did you prefer <laughs> i got asked that oh my, i did i got asked that this is the same maybe person. it is you can tell me who afterwards i did get asked that and actually i lied and said it was the person that asked me but it really was their friend well, I won't go on to the rest. We'll hold this for after the podcast. There's just one more. I like this. Uh, chat up the new people your exes are dating. Uh, that's how to find your husband. Oh, I like that. That is petty that's as the, hell. That is petty. I suppose that's it. Like, we'll wrap things up. That's that the is... end of that. Thank you so much, everyone that wrote in. I think that's always really good. And thanks for your input, because we like to hear from you all, you petty little bitches. Yeah, but there's one thing, Davina, we didn't talk about our feud. Well, we have actually run out of time this time. Oh, okay. Let's put it out there. The next episode is episode six. Okay. Do we solemnly swear it is the moment that we actually get into it? I am totally down for it. You into it? Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to set a pledge now. I'm not signing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that's because she can't write. But anyway. uh, I can read, though. (laughs) Episode six. We will get into the feud and you can make a cup of tea and enjoy it all. But in the meantime, you guys, thank thank you you so much for listening. Please put out a review, share it, tell your friends about it. Make sure your nanny's listening to us and is horrified by our dating stories. And uh, yes, thanks for listening, guys. And remember, stay stay petty. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.